You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Paint the Town Podcast, episode 143. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, man, it's an interesting day today. Um, they uh, actually just did a uh, press release for the wife's movie with uh, Ella, Ella Blue Travolta. Uh, and that picture of her and the wife. Um, it's really going to happen now. I've been trying to get this made for like this will be the <laughs> this will be like the fifth year, uh, so yeah, looking forward to it, man. Congratulations, man! I mean, that's kind of a big deal. I know it's kind of like a little bit of a, uh, a long wait <laughs> to finally like get this announcement. Yeah, just you know? a little, just a little. Um, and the wife, man, the wife has just been through it, you know, with different financiers and and you know possibilities and stuff like that. Yeah, there you go. That's get lost the film um well in, in other news man i uh i want to actually do a little bit of a psa actually for um the vaccine shot actually man oh uh, you got your uh, you got your vaccine shot i got my second vaccine shot yeah and, which you know, one did you get i got the pfizer one um okay. uh actually did you get I, sick yeah man Dude, this is—I got sick. Like, well, th this is what I mean by it's a PSA, man. Um, like, honestly, I was fucking knocking on death's door at the end of this uh, uh, vaccine. And not only did it take—you uh, know—people told me you're gonna be sick for like a little bit. Um, you know, maybe it's like 12, 14 hours. That's what you heard, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I took it on the 24th. Okay, the 24th is—that's um, a Wednesday. Okay, and then I didn't feel a hundred percent better until um let me see here the twenty seventh okay and the twenty seventh is Saturday <clears throat> okay and then I mean Damn, I'm not gonna dude. go through all my symptoms, man, but I'll tell you right now the last Does that mean that that you're like a wuss or no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> okay no, you know what here let me tell you something though during this whole time, man, I was actually thinking uh okay so the last eight hours was the most painful okay um yeah. i basically you know the problem with it is that it's very hard for you to go to sleep because your body's just in constant pain okay and then uh, I, I had like nausea and pain like especially like these uh this painful just feelings in all of my joints right in my neck chain uh chest <clears throat> and the last eight hours i basically kept on getting woken up every hour on the hour uh, from extreme chest pain, gra uh, gasping for air, Dude. basically. Okay. Um, and then, like, uh, you know, thoughts that were going through my you head. You could have been having a heart attack. Do you know what the heart attack is like, dude? Well, I mean, it, did, it didn't. Not that like I do, but I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> fuck you for thinking that I might, okay? Because I can see that. I can see the luck. You're like, like have you had a heart attack before, bro? <laughs> but no, no, check it out, though. The thoughts that were going through my head, man. Okay. And then this is, uh, you know, well, first of all, I was like, am I being a pussy right now? Like, seriously, like, you know, and I was like, no, nah, actually, this, 
this really fucking hurts, man. It feels like I'm knocking on death's door right now. And the thoughts that were going through my head were, oh, this is probably how they fucking torture people in Guantanamo Bay to get them to talk, man. So that's how much pain I was fucking feeling, okay, the last eight hours. I was breathing like my chest was on fire, man, okay? Like nobody Damn, else, dude. Nobody else I know had this, uh, the same adverse reaction. Okay, so, but I just oh. wanted to put it out there, man, that... Did you feel that way after the first shot? No, I didn't really feel anything after the first shot, man. <clears throat> so it was completely fine after the first shot. But, you know, it took me, like, almost, like, three days <laughs> to recover from Damn, this shit, man. Wow, my 93-year-old grandma, who, you know, didn't have any symptoms at all, man. You know? Right. So... Um, just beware guys out there. I mean, fuck. I was saying that I don't know a single other product on this entire earth besides water that every single fucking human needs besides this vaccine. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Food, man. Like, okay. Like we don't even all eat the same food, but Hey, guess what? You could take fucking one vaccine, one size fits all man. So twice, two shots, you know, make sure you get that. They sell you that second shot, man. But anyways, man, Dude, my dad, no, 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 my dad uh is getting the same shot and he took the first shot and he's and he was fine now he's getting the second shot on march 12th and um you know i'll, well, I'll let you know how it goes i'm a little concerned now yeah, <laughs> yeah no, your, I mean, your reaction man. i mean i'm telling you man i'm telling you that was like one of the most painful experiences i've ever felt in my entire life man you, you know um extremely intrusive man anyways man. I, I, great i almost didn't have a, a fucking co-host <laughs> that's all i care about <laughs> well shit like i said man i'm happy to i guess i survived the fucking pandemic right so um dude mm. i don't i maybe i'll go for the johnson and johnson one shot deal yeah actually that's that's why i wanted to tell people man because it seems like, uh, um, you know, the one-shot deal, it only protects you, like, 80%. But what are these fucking percentages anyways, man? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, anyways. Well, you know, it comes down to uh, each individual person's, you know, genetic makeup, chromosomes right. and all that You're stuff. Right. Everybody man, which I had no, no knowledge of at all. All right. So uh, our guest today, dude, we got a guy from, uh, from Austin. Yeah. Um, this is one of his, uh, his deals here. Uh, this is uh, TV head, um, ATX. Um, so uh, I got to meet him, meet up with him when I was in, uh, when I went through Austin and we had a, uh, <laughs> everyone was masked up. We were actually in his car when they uh, took me around town. Really nice guy. I thought his stickers are super cool, man. So uh, should I let him in? Yeah, yeah let's do oh, it. Yeah. Welcome, CV Head. Thanks, guys. How's it going? Teacher, good to see you again. What's up? Well, it's good to hear you. We don't see you, but I know you wanted to remain anonymous, so... Um, uh, I should be popping up, maybe. I don't know. See, what's that let's, let's see here ask to start yeah. video there oh you. there we go hell yeah now i can see you <laughs> what's up wow. man? good to meet you I, hell yeah i didn't get to see this room in uh at your place yeah you didn't come upstairs at the studio you just stayed downstairs <laughs> well that was a studio also though wasn't it 
Yeah, the whole the whole com the whole place <laughs> is. Dude, I, I, all I can tell you is I have uh, space envy. I um, I wish I could uh, you know have that type of a place just to hang out and and do art and not have any other worries, man. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, man. First of all, um, I gotta ask you just because you know you guys were kind of close to the deep freeze and and um, did you have what what was your experience like? Uh, I guess mainly the the we had power where we were at. We we live, okay. close, we live close to a fire station. Ah, there you go. Okay. So, we did, so we had power. So we had power. Um, we did have water. Um, we didn't have water for the last three days before it was over. The, the city cut it off, so we didn't have Ooh. water for three days. Wow. Wait, were you Dude. one of the people that? Because uh, I heard the people that kept their power. Some of them had a crazy uh, skyrocketed bill because of uh, how Texas yeah. lays out their energy. Right. You weren't one of those people, though, were you? No, no. Uh, the city of Austin has its own uh, power plant, kind of. It's kind of like a co-op. So we're not on that same grid. Um, really, um, the uh, it was more rural. Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because what they have to do is they have to sign in for, for a specific price rate for like the whole year or it goes up or whatever. So they're, they're like fluctuating. Mm, I see. I see. Texas is such a crazy place, man. I'm telling you, the, the dynamics of like what is rural and what is like city it's crazy because in la you can drive like 30 minutes and we still consider it suburbs and everything like that but in in austin man i mean you drive like 45 minutes outside austin and some little podunk town that's that's rural right you, you know what i mean yeah. there, there's some like yeah. uh people that have never even been to austin maybe <laughs> like, yeah. where, where are you originally from uh tv head so uh i was born and raised in uh, the bay area oh oh okay yeah, so uh, I was there till I was about 17, then I went to Oklahoma for a while, and then I uh, made it to Texas about 25, 24 years ago. Wait a second, wait a second. Okay, so wh why did you leave California? You were like, ah, this is just too good. I, I'm enjoying life too much, so I, I want to go, you know, uh, live in Oklahoma? What? I, I'm just curious, <laughs> what, what was that? What caused that move? Um, hey, okay. don't diss Oklahoma. Oklahoma can be cool, man. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, Oklahoma City, you know, like where they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they, the, the fucking bombing. What's that joke? Why does why what's that joke? Why does Texas, why Texas doesn't float off into the Gulf because uh, Oklahoma sucks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude. I have not heard that. Oh, okay, my God. So, um, I cannot believe no. that, man. Hold on, oh, shout out to Exvala, man. I know he's out there in the meme ranch in fucking Oklahoma. We love <laughs> you, bro. Don't, don't take offense. But anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, um, so, um, uh, born and raised in San Francisco. Uh, time to get out of the house. Graduated uh, Abraham Lincoln High School in the Sunset District, SDI. Mm. And, oh, okay. Uh, nice. And um, couldn't afford to live there, even back then. Yeah, you know, dude. And I didn't, and I try it now, live. dude. It's yeah. crazy now. Yeah, it's it's nuts. About yeah, my parents' house that I grew up in is worth about three million now. I think they sold it, you know, in the in the late eighties, early nineties, probably for uh, you know like three or four hundred thousand. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I bet it's a shack, you know, somewhere in, in you know not that special of a spot uh, for three million. Fourteenth and Judah, right next to Golden Gate Park. Damn. Man. Oh, okay. That's crazy because wait. So did you know somebody in Oklahoma? My grandparents owned a ranch. They needed to go somewhere. Okay. Oh, oh man, that, that's, nice. that's fucking interesting. Right, what, kind of a, what kind of a ranch was it? A uh, cow. Okay. Oh. So I learned husbandry while I was there. 
Okay. I'm sorry, you learned what? It's called husbandry, taking care of taking care of cattle, farm farm animals. That's called husbandry. That's crazy. Husbandry. That's the actual term. I've never heard yeah. that before. I, I thought you were making a joke, but that's the actual. No, no, no. That's actual... <laughs> I learned something new today. Damn. Yeah. Husbandry. The and my, my mom actually grew up on a uh, um, a dairy farm, so there were cows there, and that would have been husbandry. Yeah. That's actually the breeding of crops and animals. But yeah, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, how long did you do that? Uh, till I was from uh, 18 to 23 or 4 or 5, somewhere around there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did it for a while, but, but I'd, go, I'd go there every summer already. Oh, okay. It was family farm. It was family ranch. Interesting. Yeah, I see. So from I a young can't. age, you've already visited Oklahoma, right? Oh, yeah, many times. Many okay. Times. Okay, interesting. So that was like a, uh, I can I can see that how that uh, you can feel kind of like, a, but that sucks that you couldn't afford to live in your own uh, where you grew up, man. And San Francisco, I mean, so you're you're right. Ever since a uh, long time ago, it's been having these skyrocketed uh, living problems, man. Absolutely. So what made you uh, what made you leave the farm? Um, uh, I had an opportunity down here mm. to work, okay. so I came down and uh, I uh, I owned a collectible hobby shop in a flea market in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Tulsa, okay. Oklahoma, and uh, I had a chance to, so I moved it down here to the uh, Six Flags Mall, uh, oh. right across the street. And national it was called uh, National Pastime, and it was just comic books and collectible cards and toys. Nice, nice. Wow. Nice. Is that when you got into kind of, I mean, collecting art and things like that, or were, were you already? Yeah. When did when did the art connection happen? My mother was an artist. Mm. My father owned a metal shop. Oh, so wow. I was raised using my hands, creating things, making things. When I was three, I'd help my mom sewing. And, she, you know, she taught me how to sew by the time I was six, seven. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's I mean, a good trade to have. When I was a, a yeah, it's a, yeah, they taught me my mom. She was an entrepreneur as well. So she was always learning new crafts and new skills. And I was just, you know, tagging along for the ride. Nice. Nice. Okay. So that's where the art started then. Oh, early on, early on. Uh, somewhere I have a picture from that I drew when I was three, and all I did was look at like a glass that had Donald Duck, and he was like juggling ABC blocks. And when you look at my picture, you can see it's Donald Duck juggling ABC blocks. Three yeah, years like, old. Yeah, I was like between three and four when that happened. Yeah. That's what the data is on the past. For those of you who don't know, that's very, that's quite advanced. <laughs> it's also. I mean, my have... kids are my kids are ten years old, and they would still struggle to draw that. Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember I was about eight, and uh, I was at, like, this church gathering, and this guy, this older man said, I can never draw a tree with a fence in front of it. Can you do that? And I was, like, six or seven. I was a little guy, and he just handed me a napkin and a pen, and I just, and drew it out, and he was, he was blown away by it, so I've just always been into art, you know? I can sculpt art. I, I like to think out things, and then and then you create them, you know, kind of like the This Ain't Living, that's that, that big piece down at Waller where we put up that day. Right, right. Oh, well, he does some insane installations, man. Uh, I was just telling him earlier that you, uh, we actually hopped in your car, all their masks on and everything, and you took me, uh, took me for a drive around. And one of the spots that he took me, um, he had this massive installation up, like, you know, a good 20 feet on the roof of this uh, one building. And uh, it was quite extensive, man. Um, tell me about it. Go ahead and uh, tell them about the. Uh... It's technically just like a pyramid of TV carcasses. I, I gutted the TV, so I just have the shells. So I, 
painted all those and they, I turned them into a pyramid and put all my art where the screens would be. And then at the top, I wanted to kind of create it to be some kind of like an entity. So I, I added some, uh, I spray painted some real deer horn, deer antlers, red, and then mounted those onto the top of the top screen. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, this ain't living. So the interesting thing about this that I really like is that they had just built some kind of massive condos right across the street from that place. Oh, sweet. So, so every day when those people wake up, they have to look at that piece out their window. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, you know, you know what, the, you know what the greatest thing about that? If you, if you look at it real close, if you look at it, you can see at the top, somebody climbed up there and tagged the very top, I think it says bake. Yeah, it says oh, bake. Okay. That is. <laughs> but uh, I oh, love that piece. Yeah. I always decided if I ever got a chance to, I had to take it back down, but I would I would keep that piece itself because it with the horn at the top TV. Hey, that looks oh, awesome, dude. man. It's a, a special... nice, uh, what they call an unofficial uh, street collaboration. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I welcome it. I welcome it. Yeah, I do too, man. I like when people actually do something that, that totally. goes along with whatever piece that I'm doing or... You know, actually, just recently, I, I did a, a piece up at the top of uh, Mulholland and Laurel Canyon, and um, I did a uh, <coughs> Harriet Tubman with a you know dollar bill thing around her and a thought bubble that said, teach empathy. Uh -huh. And someone drew it with an orange spray can, drew a big old dick and balls <laughs> right over the whole, right over the entire thing. And so... Yeah, I actually, it was the last piece I did up there got hit pretty badly as well. So I, I got in touch with um, with Dan One, actually, our buddy Dan One, MSK, AWR, um, and down. said, hey, man, you know what? I think someone just doesn't like my work, you know? Could, would you mind going and hitting this box for me? And, and, you know, and he said, actually, while he was while he was hitting the box, someone drove by and screamed out, don't put any political bullshit. <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, I didn't think Harry Tubman was political, but I guess, you know, whatever. It depends on how you look at it. But, um, dude, so when did the uh, – okay, so you've been doing art since you were young, but when did the idea of actually putting it in the street, when did that come about? So I've been involved in the, the Austin community for probably since I got here. I've been making art. I used to, I used to make, like, tie-dyes and sell them in the early, 90, in the early uh, 2000s at festivals. Nice. You know, with elaborate, like – I, I, yeah, I'll have to show you a picture. I'll send you guys a picture one day and show, or after the show or whatever. I'll send you a picture. I, I actually found one of the only shirts I have left that I made. Um, oh, yeah. and, then, uh, and then, so I guess for taking it to the street, back in uh, when I was in this hitting the streets fighting George Bush, trying to end the blood war, the blood wars, the oil, you know, the oil wars. You know, I used to dress up in a bush head, a bush head with a fucking with a, a with a Hitler mustache and a Nazi with a Charles Manson symbol, the, the swastika on my forehead, and I, in a suit and hold up signs, you know, in the middle of the streets. You know? Where was this? Right here in Austin, man, downtown. Oh, damn. Yeah, I got video of it somewhere. I got, I got mini DVD tapes up with me doing that shit. So did you have the uh, TV head persona at that time, or when did that start? Oh, no, 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 no. The TV head persona came about from, uh, you know, I, I, I have a... a I've been a Burning Man, so I've made. Yeah, let's talk about Burning Man, man. Ah, I've been a Burning okay. Man. Okay. I've been a Burning Man five times too, man. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When was the first time you went to Burning Man? Uh, it was two thousand eight. 
only 40 only I think 40 something thousand people were there <laughs> yeah that was still a uh, very pure there's probably no internet there yet at that time yeah. right now you can yep. get your wi-fi and it's all comfy or you, you know, so you know. crazy now so crazy <laughs> now i haven't i haven't just, i haven't gone lately i really haven't gone in the last like four or five years I but just it wasn't a, it was a transformational uh experience for you back then basically the first one very okay okay one, yeah yeah. So how did, how did TV Head come about at um, Burning Man, basically? Just unplugging from the, the society? Yeah, it was totally unplugged. Unplugged. Just, like, getting everybody to unplug. I, I created this somewhere. I got picked, you know, a, a, a giant outlet. And I just kind of, like, hung out by it and talked people into pulling this giant plug thing that I made. Out of, out of, I carved a styrofoam, a styrofoam plug, a yeah. giant styrofoam plug about this big. Wow. And then... Uh, and then just you know painted it and coated it so it looked like a plug and just had people come up and pull it out and I'd stop and I'd just kind of like do things and mess around with them. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. You know what? Nice. The first performance time, art. Performance yeah. art. You know? No, you know what? I totally get it, man. Because I, the first that was one of the things that kept on going through my mind the first time I went to Burning Man too. Because again, I mean, I, it wasn't 2008 or back then. It was like 2000. I want to say 10. Okay, yeah. that that at first one, and there's still no internet there. And mm -hmm. the thing is, like, <clears throat> you got to really go out there and kind of appreciate. Oh shit, my cell phone does not fucking work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're just like, oh man. Okay, now I gotta really, like you said, unplug from the system and use my human skills, right? <laughs> you know, well, like, I'll be honest. I didn't even have a. I didn't even have a flip phone or anything in 2008. <clears throat> I didn't even get a. I didn't even get a real phone until like 10 years ago. Nice. Oh wow! <laughs> you you still have the uh, rotary one, the one that goes uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking, you know, kids. There's no way the kids know how to work one of those rotary phones. Uh, that you know, uh, well, yeah. the thing about the rotary phone is you could have the, the worst numbers were the high digit numbers. You know, someone says, "Yeah, my number is like." Eight three seven nine nine eight nine nine. You know, you're like, fuck, man, all these big numbers because you got to take that fucker and bring it all the way around. And sometimes, depending on your phone, man, if it was kind of tight, man, you're like almost cracking your finger trying to. And then if you lose it, if you lose it in the middle of the damn number, you could have yeah. gotten seven numbers perfect. <laughs> you know, you're going to the last one. You're like, damn it, you got to hang it bags. up and By the start time. all over again. By the time the dial made it all the way back, you could have smoked a cigarette. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> my, my dad still has one of those uh, phones in his in his shop, and it actually works. It actually oh. works. <laughs> you know what though? Speaking of like. Uh, just Burning Man and cigarettes, man. Well, you know, one thing about Burning Man that's fucking amazing is that, like, literally everybody, a lot of, there's a lot of people that smoke cigarettes out there, and everybody will walk around with your own ashtray and a jar to ash in. And I'm yeah. just like, wow, dude. What was it? Hold up. What was it? Uh, what are those little uh, Altoid cans? They would paint Altoid cans and walk around with Altoid cans to, you know, no move, no move. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, that's the cool thing. You literally, I didn't really see, you know, you go to the beach sometimes or you go to a festival, you see cigarettes on the floor everywhere, right? Just littering and then, but for some reason, hippies in the desert, man, we've all agreed that we're not going to throw <laughs> cigarettes on the floor, man. We're going to throw them it's in there. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, no, I mean, see, it can be, it can be done too, you know what I mean? So I think that's super cool. But, um, you know, and Burning Man, I mean, uh, that was a, when you made that exhibit, basically, that was kind of like the, when you thought of the TV head idea. Yeah, right yeah absolutely yeah, awesome, yeah. That, was, that was my second time i went the first time i went i just wore like i was just like wearing some cool kind of gothy clothes and had real long <laughs> hair down to my waist you know yeah, that's, 
the first time I went to Burning Man, I was like, you know what, man, I'm just gonna like gonna check it out as a tourist, man, kind of. And then I wore a uh, a hoodie, black hoodie, sweatshirt, and then you know what? I as a person. I was the only person dressed in a black hoodie sweatshirt. I felt so fucking weird. <laughs> that I realized I'm like, oh, you have to participate, man. Or else oh, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, a yeah. normal fucking person. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody's like, dude, what's wrong with you, man? Like, you're, you're not participating in the vibe. So I have my burner, like, furry coat. If, <laughs> if I'm going to fucking go out there, you know, you know what I mean? I, I know right, better. Right. <laughs> right. No, I was blessed. Like, I was really blessed. I got to go with, like... A Burning Man goddess that like everybody knew. She was like a princess. Oh, we amazing! Rolled in, we rolled up in like her RV, and everybody knows her. And so I chilled in an RV the whole time for my first experience, doing you know some Hoffman, some Hoffman sugar cubes laying on top of her RV. <laughs> like you know, it was like I just I, I went with like I was with somebody that was kind of like nice. the elite, one of the elite at Burning Man. So that, I had that, a great experience. It's a good way to go, man. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I never had a better experience the next few times I went. <laughs> <laughs> you had the glamping style Burning Man, right? You, you know, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, when yeah. I went, when I went, I was like, I didn't have that much money, man. You know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, man, I'm just going to fucking pitch a tent, dude, you know, and then go on the outskirts. That's a, uh, I'll tell you, man, it's a tough, it's a tough life living in the middle of a desert. Sometimes the storms just pick up, right? The windstorm. I was just going to ask you if you ever had okay. any wind experiences. The, the first time that happened to me, what happened was, is it hit, and I was like, what the hell? And it was a bad one. So we, we made it back to the RV, and we get in there, and we were sitting there, and we were stripped down, and she had a little section that you came in and took off your clothes so the dust didn't get on inside the rest mm, of the RV. Smart. So we get in there, and we sit down, and we're just eating, like, salami chunks and, like, cheese and, like, and, like, and all, oh. of a sudden we, all of a sudden I go, hey, you want to watch TV? And we, I open up the curtains real wide, and you see tents blowing by, and people walking around stumbling. <laughs> it was so crazy. It was the most, it was the wildest experience I ever, ever had. So, so how and many it was times? like watching TV, just opening the yeah, window. just open up these big <laughs> curtains. And the big yeah, window. no, that's facts right there, man. Because if you, <laughs> if you look outside, you know, you'll see like a naked dude, and then you'll, you know, you'll see like a bunch of people just running around in weird clothes, right? You know. Like, it's definitely like TV, man. I, I feel you on that, man. So, okay, so how many times have you been total? I'm always curious because, like, uh, I stopped, I stopped going, too. Okay. Four. Yeah. You know, would you would you label yourself a burner, bro? Um, no. No. See, that, that's interesting. Yeah. For me, too, I went, I went a few times, and then I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't think I'm, like, this is my crowd, although I found it, found it like, absolutely fascinating, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. It was just kind of like a, a – a little bit too radical for me, actually. Like the the more the more I went, you know. Did you have that kind of experience? So what I found out was everything. Like what I found out was like everything was just it was so drug related, <laughs> which I'm all into. But I guess I kind of just grew out of that, so I didn't really see. I, I got what I needed out of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's interesting. That's interesting because I think like. Uh, um the last time i was there <clears throat> for me one of the reasons why i this just fucked me a lot i saw like a uh japanese family as a tourist group like taking pictures of people like who were <laughs> fucking like wild animals in a safari bro like you know, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? that's crazy. <clears throat> and then that's when i realized i'm like oh shit this is just like I don't know. For me, I, I had this epiphany. I was like, this is kind of just debauchery in the desert and people are making yeah. 
uh, yeah. something out of it. It's a wild west. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, which I think it's, yeah. hey, if that's scenes for you, yeah. hell yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the last time yeah. I went, like, a guy ran into the fucking fire and then, like, killed himself when the man oh. fucking, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and I mean, I was like, damn, dude, Wait, like. What year was that? I think I was there, unless it happens every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. I mean, that year was, I think it was like 2014 or something like that. Yeah, uh, you, you know, because... Um, I think my last year was 13. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Could have been that year, like, again, it ha I think it happens a few times, but like I said, I conceptually, I love Burning Man, and, yeah, uh, you I know, if it. I had a friend that asked me to go with them, I would go again, but yeah. uh, again, it's just like, one for me, it's just like, I don't need to... I've never been. I've yeah, never been. that's what I would say. I imagine at some point I should go. As an artist. Um, as an yeah. artist yeah. and you know to me it just sounds like um it sounds like somewhere you go to find out where your edge is mm -hmm. you know like some that. people's like some people's edge is a little bit further out than other people's edge you know and you, know, um, and you realize that you like to get naked man like <laughs> a lot a lot you know a lot of people just want to get naked in burning man man and you know i realize i'm like damn i kind of like clothes dude shit one, one time i just accidentally walked in and these people were having like it was this it was like a tantric sex kind of like a class or something and people were were just like nailing each other on and I yes. was like, what? And I you know, walked back out. I didn't know where I was. Well you so. really stumbled upon that randomly. Yeah, I just kinda walked in and was like I was looking for our friends. I went into the wrong big huge like meeting. Oh, I was I was looking for it man. I was like I gotta see this man. Shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of that, none of that stuff bothers me, you know? I don't know. But it. for me, I'm just like, fuck, man. If you want to fuck, if people want to fuck in an orgy, man, I wouldn't want to do it in the desert because it's dusty. No, that's <laughs> what I was just thinking <laughs> of, of, a, of a, a lot of places I would not want to do it. It would be somewhere that not only has a lot of sand, but the wind that, that just blasted right up your ass, you know? Climbing this is boiled down to like uh, baby wipes. You know, <laughs> and plastic that's bags. A that's a bad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, man. Wow. So no. so so okay. So Burning Man, you have this transformation, man. And can we can we get back? You said that the first time you went, you were like a goth guy, man. You you know. So uh, tell us a little. I mean, were you into like uh, what kind of music uh, were you into? So um, it, it was not really goth is what I, I guess I just meant, I was just wearing like black and I had a big okay. top hat and like over black, like kind of like, you know, nice. kind of gothy, like a uh, band jacket that was long, you know, so it just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just gothy. Like, just I would like say it's gothy. Clothes. Don't worry. I mean, yeah. as a, uh, as a, you Were know, your fingernails painted black. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a bit gothy. Yeah. What, so what kind of music were you into uh, or back, back, back then? And uh, what kind of music are you into? I mean, when, when that was you, man, I'm always curious, like, you know, when people are in the scene. Uh, I, I tend to keep on listening to things in the, in like old stuff. I don't listen to anything new in that time period. Yeah. So like, what's the first type of music you remember hearing, like growing up that you liked? Um, dude. My dad and my mom are really into like folk music and Fleetwood Mac and Crosby, yeah. Stills and Nash. I'm a big know? fan, man. Big fan. Yeah, of yes. I, I grew up on all the classics and the A tracks and all that. You know, I grew talented up talented people, that. very highly talented people. Um, no, yeah, just real quick, because we brought up Fleetwood Mac. You know, how recently uh, Dogface yeah. you know, was doing the ocean spray thing. Right. It's awesome to me because on you know you can't really blame kids. There's so much new music these days. That you know that they may have heard Fleetwood Mac for the first time through 
dog face 420 you know drinking an oh. ocean spray man <clears throat> but that's yeah. how undeniable that song is that you only need to listen to like a few seconds of that song and it's got you you, you know what i mean and it contributes to kind of like the whole carefree ease of that whole dog face video of him drinking that ocean spray man but anyways love Fleetwood yeah. mac man so anyways, yeah, yeah. me too big fan i saw him at a uh, voodoo fest in new orleans <clears throat> dude that's awesome man you know i saw uh, at uh, um, Classic West, they had a, a concert series called Classic West and Classic East. Um, they kind of like did these uh, two concerts and it was the last time that Lindsey Buckingham actually played guitar and, oh, wow. uh, with the whole band. Oh. And I was like, wow, dude, this guy's fucking absolutely amazing, yeah. man. Definitely he gets kind of like short credited within that band, man. So, but anyways, all right, I, we digress, man. So uh, um, that's cool, man. <laughs> What I've actually started listening to in the last like six months or a year is I've gone back to the 90s. Mm. So I'm listening to all the grunge. I'm listening to the Corns, the Limp Biscuits, the Soundgardens, <laughs> the Nirvana. Yes. That's awesome, like to cycle, cycle things through then, huh? Yeah. The 90s are back right now, man. I mean, anything 90s is back right now, actually. I feel like, you know, it's just uh, actually a bunch of kids. It's like they're, it's their first time experiencing it, too. They're at that teenage age. And, um, you know, to them, it's still that same era of teeny bopper music because it's all fresh to them, you know, so, or, or kids, right? But for adults, it's like, hey, man, there's also people kind of like rediscovering the new, uh, uh, I mean, the older rock, you know, trying to emulate those sounds. But yeah, yeah man, that's awesome. Man. I love grunge music too, man. What was, oh, that was a TV front. I just voted back down. Yeah, yeah, I will. Oh, dude, I see that you got that, you know, the Earl Lubes back there, man. Hell yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, you know, this, this segment is sponsored by Earl Lube Paste. Uh, if you want to get 10% off, use code PTTP. All right, so. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, after I won the contest, the North American 2020 Weed Paster Contest that Smack One puts on, Hell yeah. uh, and I won that jug, I won that bucket at Earl. I mean, I, I've, I, I have to use it all the time. What do you use it for, um, aside from just pasting stuff? I mean, like, do you use it in any other applications? Nope. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love that. No, I mean, I've seen people kind of use it as a glaze. I, I put it on my sandwiches sometimes, you know, a little bit of cold cuts. I do use it on the canvases. Yeah, that's like, what I was about to say. Stuff like that. Yeah, okay, I do it on canvases and in the street. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Okay, yeah. No, don't put it on sandwiches, guys. Okay, don't listen to TV. <laughs> no, I'm that kidding. A... <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no. It, it smells good enough to put on a sandwich. You know, you want to chew it or you know, a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, but so, let, let me ask you, man. Um, the scene in LA is very like I would say inclusive. The street art scene. You know, if somebody is like getting up and they're kind of like doing their thing and they're doing something interesting, like the scene uh, kind of welcomes them in open arms. Is it like that in Texas as well, too, man? Well, it depends, you know, if you're it, it, on the kind of message you're getting, you know, if you're trying to get a cool message out there, a lot of times people are going to help you, you know, get that message out there. Um, you know, if you're just uh, a graffiti writer or something like that, you know, it's a completely different um, way of getting initiated and, and meeting up with people and, and going out with people. When you got to, um, to Austin, how did you meet up with other people? and get up in the streets like how did that happen i didn't i was by myself for the first two years okay okay never met anybody didn't know anybody else on the streets uh i had i had a couple of guys on the streets that kind of hit me up um kind of hit me up 
that were telling me that I can't do this or I can't do that, trying to like police my work and where I put it, you know? Rules, they're talking about rules. Well, what, were, what were you putting up? <laughs> were you putting up this uh, sticker, this unplug yourself sticker? Uh, way, yeah, way down at the bottom of that. Were you looking at the, some of the first stuff there? Yeah, that's, what, that's one of the first pieces, yeah. Okay, awesome. This is kind of like you said, uh, going back to uh, your Burning Man piece, right? The, um, the plug and then pulling it out. Correct. Correct. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Man. That's actually a picture. It's actually a um, um, kind of like I copied a picture. All that stuff was done with like copy machines too. Mm. All those okay. are just like I just was. I had an old Xerox and I just was like Xeroxing all these old, uh, you know, just images that I was making and then just like messing around, you know. So it's all just and so I did that. I put that stuff on the street for about a year before I even put it on the on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. Uh, now, okay. I gotta ask uh, you, man. Tell us a little bit about uh, Matthias, man. Oh, Matthias, yeah, Matthias. Okay. Um, you know, he's basically just kind of like my little inner kid that likes to fuck shit up, but at the same time, he's just kind of like cruel and cuddly and lovable. I like that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I could not put it any anything better. But hell yeah, dude. When did this? Uh, a lovable Chucky, huh? <laughs> like a gremlin, yeah. kind of a little bit, right? When did yeah. uh? What yeah, when did he come along? 2013. 2012, 2013. Awesome, man. Yeah. Do you remember what it was that, that inspired him? Um, you know, it was more or less just kind of like... Um, just, yeah, no, I, I guess I went to a self-help thing and I learned about my inner child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What uh, inspired you to go to this? What kind of a self-help <laughs> was this? Who's curious? Hey, we're, we're going to get deep, man. You know right. what I mean? No, what, what we like to do is we try to get people to, you know, be able to understand how artists, you know, come up with what they come up with. You know, yeah. you got to imagine no single artist has the same exact method of, of coming up with their with their images and, and how they get them up Creation. or, you know, their, their mediums or anything like that. So, you know. Uh, man, I don't want to give away too much to people. Don't, you know, yeah, give away with whatever, <laughs> but, whatever comfortable. But yeah. uh, you know, you know, sometimes when you're a kid, life's not always good. Things happen, and when you're an adult, you figure out why you're getting fucked up and doing fucking crazy art, and like, you know, all these emotions just pour out of you through your art. And I wanted to find out why I had so much anger and fucking loved listening to Limp Bizkit and Corn. Yeah, man. Oh. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll say it right now. Recently, I've, I've, uh, I don't know, man. It just popped up on the radio or something too. Lip biscuit. Uh, they they get a bad rap because they got too popular, man. <laughs> and let it let it be known that I've been to a few therapists myself. You know what yeah. I mean? And and if it wasn't for meditation, the uh -huh. transcendental meditation. I don't know what what may be of me at this point. Hey, so, and, and that makes um, care of us, man. Okay, so there's no shame in in, in terms of uh, uh, you know having to go to therapists because fucked up shit happens in your life, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's definitely and the fact that you were able to use it and and create some artwork from it as well, um, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks, yeah. man. All my, all my artwork's just kind of like that's where it all comes from. Is right, right. It's all. Like just raw comes out of me. I kind of go into a trance and just make shit. Dude, that's awesome, man. Now, nice. You know, you always kind of put them together, man. Like uh, Matthias and also the pull the plug. I mean, were you cut? Is, are these like two different personalities of yours in a sense, man? Yeah. You know, well, um, 
if you if you uh, there's there's a piece a recent piece that I did that I more or less showed that it's called the meetup where TV Head and Matthias actually meet up in the same art piece. Ah, dude, man. And here's here's just a little bit of um, uh, I don't know technical information for you, if you will. Um, but when you actually put two pieces up together, um, that becomes graffiti. If you just put one piece up by itself, oh. it's just graffito. Yeah. That's so <laughs> that's another reason why, you know, guys went out together, you know, and get two pieces up, you know, because otherwise it's just a graffito and that doesn't sound near as cool as graffiti. <laughs> I like this, that you've created kind of like these, you know, unique characters, man. And it's cool that, you know, they actually do get to meet because they seem like they are in different worlds, man. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. super original and super cool, man. Like, um, you, you know, like to me, it's just, you know, Kudos to that hell yeah man. That 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 piece of art right there, if you look, he's got um he's got his uh Matthias has cut cut the cord. He's cut he's not only unplugged him, he's cut the cord. Mm. Ah, I see. He's actually and, got the cord in his hands and, too. And ah. TV has what medium I'm sorry, what mediums did you use on this piece? Was that like uh partially uh, uh -huh. computer? Did you use any computer with that? Like hand you know, drawn, so people have hand, an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand drawn digitized computer it's all mixed together yeah. nice it's beautiful man that's how you do it man i love uh, the effect TV man tv head's always black and white matthias is always color so in that picture there in that piece there when you look at it matthias is bringing color into the black and white world of tv Ooh, go back go back for a second james i beautiful, see man see, now the background, see the texture in the background start a little bit colored it's coming up yep nice that's awesome man now, now, now let me ask you is, is uh uh this, i'm guessing matthias is the one that likes to party <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would you say so yeah <laughs> nothing wrong with a little partying you uh, know what I mean? yeah no i'm just saying like you know I, I feel like i would like kicking with matthias now that, you, that yeah. you know what i mean like i would rather be in the matthias nobody group. knows how to party like people who've gone through therapy <laughs> yeah right <laughs> we have it for quitters bad shit at least we know why we're at least we know why we're partying there you oh, go yeah. yeah i think it's super cool so tell us a little about dream team supreme man i mean how did you uh link up with uh um you know that whole career um well you know i was put doing all, doing all this work for like two years or so and then by myself and then uh you know smack um just like hit me up and he started he was seeing my stuff everywhere and he was like hey dude he's like i'm starting up a crew he goes uh, you want to be on it and the interesting thing about our crew is i kind of say we're kind of all the outcasts we're kind of all the outcasts that i don't know we're we're a, we're, we're an odd group of bunch of bunch of artists you know dude that's awesome to be able to find uh a group that big i mean what there's like six or seven of you yeah. um of uh you know of, of of people that are that are a little bit different you know but basically my son is is going to be a little bit different than most uh people and one of the things that i tell him is dude find your friends man yeah. don't don't ever hang out with people that you know that just put up with you you know what i mean find people that enjoy uh enjoy you and you know enhance you and and uh you know that's that's awesome that you found these guys yeah, that, that picture that you showed was our first uh, DTS uh, showing as a group. And it was such a success. We had such a great time and we worked with a local filmmaker to, 
to make a cool video where we used the Reservoir Dogs song as the, as the intro. And uh, it was so cool, man. It was, it was really hyped. There must have been, I think, a couple hundred people came through. And you got to remember, this was in the middle of COVID. It was Dude, awesome. I was just going to say, wait a second. That date on there was 10-10-2020. Uh, that was yeah. October 10th of uh, last year. It was safe. Everybody was masked up and, you know, it was cool. And it's Texas, guys. And it's Texas, it. yeah. And <laughs> didn't your, dude, your governor just doesn't give a shit, man. He's like, fuck it, we're, we're dropping everything now. What do you think about that? I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big government kind of guy, you know? I don't like being told <laughs> what to do, y'all. Yeah, but, no. but if you want to wear a mask, wear one. You know, it's not my, not my place, you know? Do people look at you like you're a pussy if you wear a mask in Texas, dude? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna like you know be honest because it's like you know like in california obviously you gotta wear one right you know what i mean but the thing is i, I was just telling teach actually before you came on um i just got my second pfizer vaccine dose and i was like knocking on death's door man on the uh recovering from that yeah how, how how was that i, I think that's got me nervous is like i mean my whole family days. Yeah, my whole family was fine, uh, as I mentioned earlier, but, um, you know, not, nothing crazy. My 93-year-old my grandma had no adverse Jesus, reactions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man, no. while I was going through those symptoms, I was thinking, like, God damn, this hurts, man. Am I just being pussy right now, man? Nah, this <laughs> fucking hurts, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, so, I mean. symptoms, or did you get symptoms and not feel good? Uh, I basically, I basically had every single symptom of COVID, including uh, breathing problems, uh, except for a lot, losing of taste and smell, man. I mean, like. You almost I, died. Yeah, the last eight hours, I mean, I was telling Teach, I said that it literally felt like uh, this is how they torture people at Guantanamo Bay, man. Okay, like, that, that's how bad it was, you know. But, again, that's just me. Vaccines are safe. <laughs> You look fine now. You look all chipper and smiley now, Jay. Well, yeah, no, I'm happy about it, you know. And the only thing that my friends were asking me, like, did you think you were going to die? I was like, I don't know. I guess I just knew it was the vaccine, and it didn't go on long enough to the point where I was like, oh, this is not going to ever end, you know. So um, We almost didn't have this uh, interview tonight. <laughs> you know, but, like, again, nobody told me that it would take, like, two to three days for recovery, wow. man. Y you know, wow. and, uh, um, again, it seems like the older you are, the uh the more chill the uh vaccine um symptoms are so i don't know yeah. i wouldn't give it to kids i'll tell you right now i wouldn't give two yeah. doses to kids 100 percent, man like it just seems like a uh very uh intrusive man but um but yeah i mean that, it's good that in texas uh you know I, uh, wild I, west I, I was going i went this weekend i went from austin to uh east texas to Grapevine, texas as soon as you hit those smaller towns nobody's got masks on except for store clerks mm. Mm. interesting <laughs> interesting man yeah i don't know i mean like i feel like kind of like now i have a new lease on life man you, you know now i'm like ah, oh, i can go anywhere now but there's nowhere to go dude man. you you survived that freaking shot man you can just yeah. no tell what you can handle now man I'm yeah like, man damn. i'm telling you i'm telling you like i had friends that had covid that had that got covid they had less symptoms than i did <laughs> and it was less oh, painful wow. man wow, so, wow, so wow, wow. you know just 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 for a measurement man so i mean like i don't know i mean like what what, what are you gonna believe oh and another thing i was thinking of the last eight hours as my chest was burning and i couldn't breathe and i had to <laughs> jump in the shower to inhale the steam. probably having a heart attack 
<laughs> I would no, I was just thinking like fuck you, Fauci. You motherfucker. <laughs> I was thinking like fuck wow. you, Bill Gates, man. Well, I've never seen this motherfucker wear a mask in my life before, Bill Gates, man. Look, you, you Google Bill Gates with a mask, man, you get Mitch McConnell comes up, man. Like, <laughs> no, Watch Bill Gates with a mask, okay? Like, check this out. Uh, uh Google real quick. Like the AI thinks that Mitch McConnell is Bill Gates <laughs> in this picture, man. Like, you know what I mean? But there are no pictures of Bill Gates wearing a mask, man. And I got really pissed off because I was like, dude, this motherfucker is just telling us what to do. Hey, take this vaccine. <laughs> well, dude, he's in his own little bubble. Yeah, man. He's, that, he's, on, he's in his own little billion-dollar bubble, man. He's, he, I, I know, mean, he, like... I love taking, I love getting all my facts and information from people that aren't doctors, that aren't real scientists. <laughs> the yeah. thing is, like, yeah, man. No, honestly, again, I don't know what to believe, but I know that this is my personal experience. You know what I mean? And, and goddamn, man, I've been through some fucking pain before, but that was definitely one of the worst, man, if not the worst, <laughs> you know? So uh, maybe I'm a pussy. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> um. No, dude, it all comes down to genetics, chromosomes, and, and how it matches up. You know, my 90, 90, my 86-year-old uh, dad got his first shot um, like about a week ago and nothing. You know, he's getting his next one uh, March 12th. And after hearing, you know, James's story, he was okay after the first shot, but the second shot fucked him up. Um, you know, a little concerned about my dad now. Um, you know, he's just pretty, pretty wiry little uh, Italian guy, but, um, you know, James pretty tough guy too. So shit. Yeah. What do you, Oh, there he is. <laughs> There's my dad. There he is. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, remember the, um, uh, I just wanted to say, uh, dude, uh, I was so glad to get to show you my piece in the studio, the, the, um, deluxe, the big TV with the horns. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that's, <laughs> That is a museum piece what right a there, piece, dude. Right? Yeah. Holy cow! It's how long? I didn't. I don't know if I get to ask you this when I was there, but how long did it take you to put that together? This is huge, oh. uh, James. The piece that he's talking about. Um, I, right now, yeah. The the horns that come out of this thing are massive. Right. Um, any idea about how long it took you to put that together? About. I mean, you must have been carrying some of that around for a little while. Yeah, right? three months. About three four months of getting it all gathered up before I put it together. Whew. So, Can I, uh, how how far back in this feed, uh, in the feed is it? Uh, um, uh, I debuted it at the uh, at the DTS show. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. people were popping pictures. That thing is wild, man. <laughs> so it's the with it's the one with the horns stacked on top, or no? It's a different one, right? No, it's about. a different one. No. It's, a, it's a TV that's uh, got. It's a big, big old big TV, also. Um. Tell me go up or I'm I'm gonna go down and you let me know when I I'm running. Right there, stop. Back up. Up up there. Yeah, oh, to the one? right. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Let's take a look. Oh shit. Look at that thing, dude. There's some longhorns, man. Yes. Interesting. Okay, we're taking a look at a TV. Uh it's the outside is kind of like it, the pattern is a cow, cowhide. It's, it's, it's a cow hide. It's horn. a cow so uh, Texas Longhorns, huge horns hanging out of it, man. Dude, that's dope, man. Hell yeah. How much would one of those horns run you, man? And, I mean, uh, I don't know. I've always wanted to hang one of those Longhorn skulls in my house, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> about how much would you say you had you spent on that piece, putting it together? Oh, 
Oh, this is going to blow your mind. About a hundred bucks. <laughs> wow. That's awesome, man. Be nice. TV. Dumpster fine. Nice. Nice. Horns. Buddy got a box of them. Gave me a set. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, the hide was the only thing I paid, and it was a hundred bucks. Uh, the rest wow. of the hide, just, in, just I, I, I was, uh, I worked in an upholstery shop for a couple years uh, in the summer when I was a kid, so I knew how to do, uh, knew how to do upholstery stuff. That's why it's so clean, man. I was, I was saying, if you take a look at yep. this, it's like no, dude, it's tight. It it's is very, tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't look like uh, uh, you, you know, somebody that didn't have experience. No, it's not that. just slapped together and, and there, glued man. or whatever. That shit is tight, dude. That's super cool. Man. That needs to go in some. Big old Texas home, man. I mean, holy cow. I can, oh, dude, that reminds me. <coughs> One of the things that I saw when I was driving from Austin um, after hanging it out with you guys uh, back to L.A. was on, um, what is it, that Highway uh, 290, or I think it is, that, that goes all the way around. Uh -huh. um, there's uh, <coughs> there's a, a front gate um, to, a, to a property. And it's just a big red ball. Oh. And then on each, each side of that big red ball is kind of like a black gate. And I didn't think about it <clears throat> immediately when I drove by. Someone was like, oh, man, you should take a picture of that. That just looks really cool. <clears throat> but the, the more I thought about it, it kind of looks like, um, like a, a giant ball game. <laughs> really. Oh, wow. I mean, dude, it's, it's a big red ball, and it's just sitting there on the ground, and then there's two black gates, like an end gate and an out gate, right next to it. <laughs> Wait, where God damn, teach what's going through your mind right now. It's, it's one of those <laughs> things where, like, I, I pass it, and I'm like, oh, I should take a picture of that, and then, like, half an hour later, I'm like, you should have taken a picture of that, dude. Why don't you turn around and go take a picture of that? What's the hurry? Go take a picture of it. It's like, nah, nah, I'd probably get up and find it on the internet or something like that, and I couldn't find it. You know, I, I tried all these different things, and I just I could not find it. You know, it was the same way for also in Florida. <laughs> Somewhere in Florida, there was the a game uh, looked like, like this teach <laughs> a little bit, dude. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, dude. Like if I once I should say when I drive back through, I'm gonna make sure I take Highway 290, and I'm, you can't miss it. It's there's also what is it called, the Magnificent Pearl or something like that. This big old house that's just old-fashioned and everything and it looks like it is just black a big black house i think it's called the magnificent pearl but it's it's before that and um it's just damn man it's one of those things where like i said i thought that after passing it and and thinking why didn't why didn't you take a picture why didn't you stop you know what's what's the big hurry you, you know um yeah man we, we drove... easily i can find this on the internet could not find what do you want what, what do you want oh okay okay I see you're... I, i'm trying to find no no yeah no no no, I, no I man i find. tried and and <laughs> what are you gonna put in there ball gag front gate i mean it's it's you're not gonna find it you know i can't even find but the in, in dude in florida um there was a an alligator house like like the the, the house was green and the front porch area um, just had like a, you know, part of it was at an incline and that incline had, you know, teeth mark or teeth all the way around it. And the bottom part, you know, had a little fence around or whatever. It had teeth and the rest of the house, you know, they just they made it look like an alligator. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that makes me think we need to get an old silo out here and turn it into a spray can. Ooh, <laughs> dude, if you're going to, if anyone was to do it, it would be you and your boys, man. We'll see. We'll look for one.
<laughs> well, hey, if you, if you, you get cool. it, man, we'll, we'll provide the, yeah. uh, the spray paint, man. That'd be pretty cool. We're, uh, you, you know, we have our new line, man. We got to send you out some. Uh, I saw some that. Hold on a second. Let me grab my. I saw yeah, that. I yeah. saw that. That's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, like, we're, we're kind of just wanting to start it off and, uh, you, you know, give everybody in the community and just, like, you know, support each other by doing. Oh, there you go, Teach. There is the. Uh, the can that we're going to give away for our California listeners, man. I mean, we're having an event uh, next week, St. Patty's day. And uh, we're going to basically um, be giving away some cans, right? Teach. Yep. I'm going to give away. I have six of them that I did up like that, that I'm going to be giving away to the first six people who ask for one. And then uh, we got a, we got a, a couple more boxes. Well, we got like oh, we two got or a three lot. more. We got a lot of boxes. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get, I know. That we're was- going to get, we're going to give away some for uh, whoever comes, and uh, it's going to be in the uh, Fame Yard. And thank you yep. to Gorilla One for that. And, yes, Mr. Um, Eddie Donaldson, Gorilla One. He's going to you know, be right alongside some, us. I'm going to be doing some DJing, and uh, resident artist uh, Dirk Cobain and Sellout will also be uh, hanging out um, there. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to have some activities to so just come by. Um, you know, we don't want to make it a quote-unquote event or else, uh, you know, we got to – certain stuff with a city. it is an event okay it is just wear a mask you know you're gonna be wearing we're gonna be wearing masks anyway because i'm gonna be spray painting so yeah. but it's know. gonna be outdoor and uh just come by and get some free paint guys so uh we'll post the information on the instagram so yeah. tv head yes sir do you have anything coming up well first no. of all like if people would like to get in touch with you and buy that damn uh <laughs> that tv with the horns on it um what's the best way to get in touch with you just through instagram T- okay uh, tvheadatx at gmail.com okay hell yeah man i've got a link to my kind of a store online store on my instagram um so you know that's about the only place you can kind of really reach out to me i'm kind of you know i'm trying to i'm pretty low-key about everything you know yeah that's good man now it's uh a bit hey shout out these just dropped these just dropped today just got them fresh off the press oh dude okay nice that's really nice. New design. Oh, yeah. I dig it, man. That's like the design that. that won the 2020 championship. Hell yeah, man. I like that. <sighs> Shout out to Smack, too, man, for... Uh... Oh, man, dude, that's... You know, I'll tell you what. You can't find another solid, like, dude to run around in the streets with, dude, than Smack. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, man. I love it because, you know what... This seems pretty solid. I enjoyed hanging out <laughs> with both of you guys that day. We went out and just pasted, like, like... <laughs> Like we were, should be. You know what I mean? Like there was no worries, no concerns or anything. We just got up wherever the hell we wanted to, however the hell we wanted to, and moved on, man. <laughs> it was a good day. I love For it sure. too, man, because, uh, you know, before we started this podcast, we didn't really have an enclave of artists out in Texas that we can um, stop by and say hello to or, you know, even have some events in the future, man. But, uh, you know, as this podcast, yeah. podcast has grown, man, we've gotten to know you guys and your whole uh, – uh, Dream Team Supreme Crew, and we we would love to have the rest of you guys like uh on the show, you know, down the yeah. line, man. You know, so sure. hell yeah. If you guys are sure. listening out there, man, shout out to you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've all got our specialties, you know. We've all got our specialties that we're really good at, and they're in our own stories. So it's like the X Men, man. Hell yeah. I like Do you have any shows coming up? Do you have any shows coming up, TV? No, but I did get an email from somebody just yesterday saying they wanted to represent me. So we'll see what happens, guys. Nice. <laughs> I like that, man. It's awesome, man. Hell yeah, man. But I think well, uh, I think we're planning uh, I think we're planning a show in the in the spring. 
nothing set in stone, but that's the goal. Dude, the way things are going these days, <laughs> it's uh, it's understood, my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Tomorrow we could be wiped off the face of the earth by another tornado, tornado, a snowstorm. Who knows? <laughs> no, no, you've had enough. Yeah, Once in 120 while. year, 20 years, they say, right? You know. Yeah. So. Uh, well, hell yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. And uh, thank you to the audience for hanging out with us, too. Uh, follow us at PTTV Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Come out St. Patty's Day for uh, our little paint event. And uh, hell yeah, man. Follow us and take care. Peace. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. In the end.